What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome on into tonight's edition of Phillies Game Recap as we're looking at Friday night's victory here for the Phils. As they finally get a win, they snap a three-game losing streak, and it was an 8-3 win, and I'm not going to sit here and say this was a great performance. It, it certainly wasn't a terrible performance. It was a good performance. Taiwan Walker got the job done. He looked pretty solid. Wasn't the best. I mean, the, the lack of strikes compared to pitches was a little bit concerning, but he got the job done. The bats, they got they got the bats working here tonight. They finally were able to put up some, some hits and some runs were able to come in. But the runners are scoring position, uh, I don't know. This is still going to be a work in progress. And obviously, the big miss, big pieces that are missing in this lineup are evident. It is clear. These guys are missing the power of Harper and Hoskins. It makes a huge difference when you have all that power. This lineup was built for power. And so you're missing that. And so that's been the big issue here. The pitching also has been a little bit of a concern. The starting pitching has been has been coming around, in my opinion. But the bullpen, I think more so the like the way you've handled the bullpen. I'll talk about it more here today. It was more of a head scratcher. But at the end of the day, look, I know we want this team to give us the same feeling. Dancing on my own. Whoa, right? But it's it's April, guys. Like I'm I'm not gonna sit here and freak out over a five and nine baseball team in April. I, I mean, I, I just that's not what I'm going to do. There are obvious some, some concerns here at the moment, but there's so much more baseball left to be played. And so you're gonna take these performances, you're gonna take these type of performances. It, it was an eight to three win. So at the end of the day, I think. It's pretty solid, right, guys? Pretty solid. So we're going to talk about this game. I want to formally welcome everyone to today's Phillies game recap. Of course, I'm your host, Eddie Barcelo, Philly, the United of all things sports and culture in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. We have Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Of course, we got DSM Media live in here as well. What's happening? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We got TikTok in the building as well. What's happening, TikTok? How y'all feeling? TikTok, make sure you keep tapping it, screen away, tap, tap away. If you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns about the fills about them tonight, we have both YouTube and TikTok's comment sections open, so keep dropping your comments, questions, and concerns in there. I'll be reading those as this live portion goes on. A quick reminder that today's edition of Phillies Game Recap is sponsored by La Terrain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. And right now, when you use my promo code at the checkout page, Botticello Philly, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, do yourself that solid. Head on over to La Terrain, check out our friends, and make sure... You guys take advantage of the promo code Barcero Philly for 10% off. Awesome, awesome stuff. Keep tapping away. If you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns, tap on in. Welcome on in, everybody. All right. All right. So let's get more into this baseball game. And look, for the Phillies, you definitely give them credit here because they got the ball rolling early on in this game, right in the first inning. After a Trey Turner single, Kyle Schwarber comes up to bat third up in the in the order, hits a double that would bring in Trey Turner for the one to nothing lead. You move into the second inning. Edmundo Sosa gets a solo shot home run that makes it an early two to nothing lead. Top of the third, that was where a lot of the early damage was done. It saw it was uh, it started off with a Nick Cassiano's double who brought in Kyle Schwarber in. And that would make it three nothing game. Brandon Marsh then would triple. The Jets were rolling on the wet haired, long bearded man. Nick Cassianos would score off of that one, followed by a JT Romuto sack fly with one out. That would bring in Marshy. 
And after three innings of play, the Phillies would be leading five to nothing. And that's exactly what you wanted to see. What you also wanted to see, you got some run support. What would the pitching do? What would your defense do? Would they would they keep that lead here? And although in the bottom of the third, they did get um, a Jake Fairley single that would bring in Jose Barrero with with uh, one out. With, sorry, with no outs. And so that would br that would uh, make it a five to one game. Cincinnati would get on the board through for the fourth through the sixth inning. There was a huge lull. There was no in, no um, no runs being scored. Not a lot of action going on. A lot a big old snooze fest. And so we hit the bottom of this the seventh inning here for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, as Jonathan India would hit a line drive that brought in Spencer Steer. The Phillies would get the run, the much needed run support. A 5-2 game. It was starting to get a little dicey. And look, we haven't had any major collapses here early on in the season here for the Phillies, but it is always lingering in your head as a Phillies fan. So Despite them getting an early 5-0 lead, they really didn't do anything for four innings. So where's the runs? Where's that extra run support that you need? Well, top of the third, top of the ninth inning, I'm sorry. They would tack on three extra runs. JT Romuto would double to bring in Schwarber. Alec Bohm would put his line drive to right to bring in to bring in JT. And that would make it a 8-2 ball game. And that was really it. Uh, you had Connor Brogdon get in the game to close it out. Jonathan India would pop it up to close out the ball game, and that would do it just like that. After nine innings of play, the Phillies would walk away with an eight to three victory here. Um, let's start off with those bats here tonight because thirteen hits, eight runs accounted for it for the Phillies here tonight. So that's that's the solid part, right? Like that that's what you definitely want to see. What you don't want to see, though, however. And this is where some of the criticism does come. And on, obviously, look, I know we haven't really done a lot of Phillies game recap. It's been it's the hectic part of the Philly sports calendar with obviously the Sixers heading into the playoffs. Union also in full swing early major competitions early on in the season. And we just had the Flyers finale yesterday. So not a lot of game recaps. But in every one of these game recaps that I've done, the one thing that I've noticed is that the runners of scoring position has been lacking here for the Phillies. Three for 13 here tonight. They left. Nine runners on base. That's not good, guys. That needs to be approved upon. Great. You got eight runs off 13s. That's fantastic. Imagine what you could have gotten done if you would have converted it with the runners in scoring position. I really do think that that is, I know it's weird because like when you think of hitting, it is a little bit individual, yes. But I do think that the team chemistry has a big part of those type of stats because it's all about a rhythm. Like you saw what happened in the playoffs. When the Phillies are getting in that rhythm and they're just absolutely pounding the opposing pitchers, they're getting those, they're getting, they're getting that great base running, they're getting those extra bases, they're getting that power that we all know. It makes it really hard to slow this team down, no matter how good your pitching is. Well, you know, we did run into the Astros, but we're not gonna talk about that. But regardless, that is something that they definitely, definitely need to fix. Two runners left on with two outs in scoring position as well. Um, and you know, what's crazy is that that was bad, but, um, what I was impressed about in that third, in that ninth inning, those three runs that they scored, a lot of those batters were getting hits with two strikes. I, I think that that was pretty impressive as well, but definitely something that I need to prove upon. Um, 
you had uh, Bryson Stock get started here in the leadoff spot, and that's been another criticism here for the Phillies. This the just the musical chairs that Rob Thompson has been doing with this with this batting lineup. At some point, you do need to let your players play, no matter what the rotate or no matter what the the mat, the matchup indicates. I get it, the lefty righty thing, but at some point, players need to play. And you know, a lot of people like to point the finger at Rob Thompson that because listen, I'm with you guys. That that's that has, but that has everything to do with analytics and less to do with Rob Thompson. Analytics are a big part of what the Phillies do. We know this. But you know what's you know what is interesting to me? Everyone's pointing the finger at Rob Thompson. But Joe Girardi did this. Gabe Kapler did this. So if Rob Thompson's doing this as well, don't you think that might be uh, an organizational philosophy thing that needs to be fixed? I personally think so. I don't think that this is Rob Thompson, you know, just just being stubborn as all hell. I think that he has. You obviously have to follow the analytics. It's what the, this team does. Um, but Turner and, and Schwarber, I was really happy to see what, what they did. Um, both got and cast. Let's throw Castellanos in there. So your two through four hitters get two hits on the day. Um, of course, Castellanos and Schwarber with the big RBIs. They had a they had a big big. Uh, they they were really big here today, especially in the early parts. Brandon Marsh gets moved up all the way to the middle of the order, which is definitely interesting as well. But again, I guess the lefty righty, lefty righty. Um, he went one for five with that RBI, like we mentioned. JT Real Muto big in that six hole with two for four with two RBIs. Alec, yo, how about Alec Bohm in the second inning trying to steal second base? Who does he think he is? <laughs> I was like, Alec, what are you doing? Stop. Don't be stealing pace like that. Dude, uh, he went one for three today. Cave went one for five. Edmundo Sosa went one for four. How about Edmundo Sosa with that error in the ninth inning? Now, we get it. Alec Bohm's tall as hell. But my dude is thinking that Alec Bohm is Harold Carmichael on first base, just sailing that ball out there. But uh, I digress with that one. So, again, Bats did a great. I mean, everyone got a hit here tonight. Everyone in the lineup got a hit here tonight. But you have to be able to convert when you're going to face off against those good teams, three for 13 with runner in scoring positions is just not going to get the job done. That then generally needs to get approved upon. But you got the run support. That's important. So what would you get as far as pitching? Taewon Walker gets to start on the mound. I thought it was a solid performance. Not a great, but I thought it was solid. Six innings pitched, four hits, one earned. He had four strikeouts, allowed two walks. That's like a Taewon Walker type of uh, stat line. So, Taewon Walker threw 98 pitches here today in six innings. I still do not want to see 90-plus pitches through six. Um, I mean, he could have gone through seven, but obviously we got the, the pitching change with Sir Anthony Dominguez. But 98 pitches, 58 strikes, I don't like that ratio. So, for Taewon Walker, I, I don't know how much more you're going to get. He's a fourth starter. He's a solid fourth starter. That is exactly what he is. And so, this is kind of what you're going to get from him. But what really scratched my head was just the the order in which the bullpen was put out there. So Topper decides to go with Serenity Dominguez in the sixth inning, then Jose Alvarado in the seventh, with Connor Brogdon in the ninth inning. I would have switched a little bit. Now, Serenity Dominguez has obviously been struggling. We, we do know this, and he struggled a little bit here today. Um, he almost allowed a run, but he luckily got out. Of, I'm sorry, he did allow a run. He did. I'm thinking of the sixth inning, seventh inning. 
Seventh inning, he did allow a run, but despite that, he got out of that trouble. But overall, he has not played well. I mean, he's got a 1271 ERA, still really early. He just needs to get into rhythm of things as well. Um, but I probably would have gone with Brogdon, Dominguez, and then Alvarado. So I thought it was very interesting that he decided to go with Dominguez, Alvarado, Brogdon. I get the whole matchup thing, but you're just so enamored with the lefty-ready shit. Like, dude, these are talented players that took you all the way. to Most of these players helped you get to the World Series. Like, that whole lefty-ready thing just needs to relax at certain times. But I'm, but I, I, I just was... That, that intrigued me. That genuinely intrigued me. But we're going to continue seeing and monitoring Taewon Walker as he starts to go by. But I thought overall he was pretty solid in his start here as well. What's up, Ty? What's going on, man? He's here for the fills as well, man. Ty, you know what it is. We are a five for five Philly sports station. We talk it all here, my man. So anything Philly sports, man, we'll have the union match preview tomorrow morning. A lot of Philly sports here, man. A lot of Philly sports. We had the flood. We had. Obviously, Union two matches in one week with, with CCL. Of course, you obviously had Flyers finale yesterday. Sixers were gearing up for the playoffs. We had a preview here today. Shouts to everyone that showed love to that. Um, and then, of course, the Phillies never stop, literally never stop. Loved seeing Brandon Marsh in the postgame interview. Uh, gets doused in some cold Dasani water bottles. That's not comfortable whatsoever. I know it's getting warm out there, but geez, Louise, that's got to be so uncomfortable. Uh, and yeah, like, you know, uh, who was it? Was it, um, Rube, Rube asked the question about if, if he's worried about the early struggles here with the Phillies. And like, I thought that was the best, I thought that was the best answer possible. And that's kind of how I figured they would handle it. There is 162 games. There is no need to stress over what was the 14th game that they just played. They're five and nine through 14. It could be much, much worse. They do need to get out of the slump for sure. They've been losing to some average teams, for sure. They are better than this, for sure. But for Christ's sakes, I, 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 it's it's just way too early to start killing people. Um, absolutely. What's up, Star Wars 99? Appreciate you coming here. It says says, keep this up, Phillies. Keep this up. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And you know what? Like, I'm not going to panic, but a three-game losing streak is unacceptable. We should not be going through a three-game lose, especially the way that they did allow it to happen as well. So, yeah, I mean... We're all waiting for them to kind of get the ball rolling. And, you know, it's been only three weeks that we've been into this to this regular season. So I do slowly think that things will slowly turn around here for the Phillies. It's only a matter of time. But I think this is genuinely a performance that you can, you know, hang your hat on. It wasn't great, um, but obviously it, you got the win and um, you got a lot, a lot, uh, a lot, a lot of answers here today. It was a strong performance. All right, I'm trying to see here. Obviously, Bryce Harper, um, he should be back sooner rather than later. You know, the, the thought is May, but we'll see. We're getting close to May. We'll see when exactly that does happen. Derek Hall, probably another week. You know, don't don't just listen. Don't even don't even think about Hoskins right now. I'm just trying. To, I thought I saw. OK, here we go. Um, OK, so it looks like Ranger Swatis has been doing some bullpen sessions and he's been doing some simulated uh, games. Uh, so looks like Swatis will be pitching against live batters this upcoming week that's coming up. Um, and once he builds up to 90 pitches, it looks like Swatis will be able to start. So that's that's some really good news. So looks like Swatis is also gearing up to come back, and that would really bode well. 
Um, obviously, you're having Matt Stram as your fifth starter at the moment, which, you know, he's done an okay job. And how about Stram's comments about the uh, – <laughs> that was so funny – about the, the pitch clock? You get you stop selling beer in concession stands by, after the – or at during the seventh inning, right? <laughs> he's like, if you speed up the clock, then you're just ruining your sales. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I mean, I mean personally, I, every now and then, I if I go to a sporting event, I do like to enjoy a beer. I used to love drinking at sporting events. I was usually I was the one always getting drunk at sporting events. Not so much anymore. Um, but I, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Matt. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I like these times, dude. This game started at six forty. We were done by like nine thirty. That's it's great. It's fantastic. It's less than three hours. If we can get these games in under three hours, I don't probably don't speak for most people, but I, I would 100% take that for sure. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely take what we can get. But tomorrow um, you got, you got, obviously you, we have the Cincinnati Reds yet again. I'm going to get our pitching matchup here, but look, you want to get the series win, right? Like, and <laughs> I, I know no one wants to get their only series wins of the season. Uh, against the Reds, right? In two early series that you have here against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, but you got to take what you can where you can, right? And so for the Phillies, obviously not playing at their best, but they're figuring it out. And you know, it's kind of like what we say with the Philadelphia Union. They're obviously not playing their best either, but you just have to keep grinding it out and keep believing. And, and it eventually will figure itself out. So speaking of which, we got a Matt Stram start tomorrow at an early afternoon game at 410. He's going to go up um, against Graham Ashcraft here tomorrow. So we'll see if Matt Stram can continue his solid performances that he's had as of late. But um, the Phillies again tonight win win it here 8-3. to three. They break that losing streak. Taewon Walker looks solid. The bats were swinging, but we got to improve with those runners in scoring position. And yes, the bullpen... Although it's looking better, still has some work to be done. A lot of work to be done here. So we'll we'll wait and see. Long season. So we got what? What is it now? I'm I'm too tired to do math right now. But what is it? One one forty something. Why I digress? It's, it's I don't I don't do math. I do sports talk. But guys, it's gonna do it for today's edition of Phillies game recap. Again, the Phillies beat the Cincinnati Reds eight to three, and we're off to face off this against the Reds in the series finale tomorrow afternoon. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Make sure you guys hit that like button. Subscribe for more Philly sports. As a reminder, we are sponsored by Lot Terrain Watches. Make sure you guys check out our friends over at Lot Terrain. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. Find us under Owen Philly Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I am telling you guys, let's go Phils. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>